Nando's, the home of Perry Perry Chicken. Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt. Hit 105. Hey, this is the podcast. We're really busy today, so no preamble. Here it is. It's a good one. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. <laughs> oh, we had an epic conversation here um, after you left, Stav, the yeah. other day. And it, it involved us debating it and asking every single person in the workplace. And that's because we got invited to an event uh, tomorrow night. Napoleon Peridus is coming here. How do you say his surname? Is it tomorrow? Peridus. Peridus. Next week. Anyway. No, it's this Thursday. I oh, I bet RSVP then, eh? <laughs> yeah. And he's going to come here, and it's this, like, epic opening that they're going to Priceline, which is pretty exciting. And, yeah. and, and Manny and I were like, oh, yeah, well, maybe we should go. Uh-huh. And then we saw the time, and we went, nah. It's ridiculous. It's 8.30 start. Oh, at start? Yeah. No, 8.30 finish. Well, yeah. 8.30 start. And I and he goes, no one's going to go that. And I went, yes, yeah. everybody goes to that. People go to events. Yeah, we're unusual. I said, I go to dinner with my friends, my girlfriends. I don't like it. Yeah. But they book dinner for 8.30 or 9 o'clock. That is rude. That's supper. But it's they flat lived, out rude. A lot of them lived in like London. Uh-huh. And that's what time no. you went. And they You're have... an Australian now, champion. I lived in London, so now I can only eat on London time, yeah? <laughs> Oh, you want to eat at seven? Sorry, me and uh, all the all the girls usually eat around eight thirty yeah. back home. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch the night bus. Yeah, that's not a thing here. I, I went for dinner with them recently in Melbourne, and don't get me wrong, I, I had remember. everyone had pre drinks yeah. and I had pre food because I was nervous. <laughs> so they didn't actually get the meal. The meal didn't come out till ten thirty, and I looked around and it was packed. Nah, that's wrong. I cannot remember. <laughs> The last time I ate dinner, yeah. post 6pm, uh-huh. I one time prouded myself at having dinner at 20 past four in the afternoon. It was the greatest Saturday of my life. Yeah, but you've... Like, you've you, given up. You've given up. <laughs> I went to bed at quarter to nine exactly. on Saturday. I know. Just gone. Exactly. But we had this big debate. So I was like, here at restaurants, the, nah. the nice restaurants, they have two sessions booking, and it's always at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, and the yeah. other one's at 8.30. Yeah. I was and like, you, no, when no, you book a table, you've got to get out by that time. Yeah, they rush you out. So I rang the Stoke House, uh-huh. lovely restaurant. Lovely restaurant, yeah. Abby's favourite. Rang Backers. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. You can go to dinner at 8.30, and that to them is normal. I thought the kitchen closed at 8.30. How's this? He goes, oh, 8.30 booking. What about if I'm running late because I'm doing stuff and I don't rock up to 9.30? She goes, that's fine. And don't you want to go her, home, lady? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Put your manager on. I was like, this is not fair. Hospitality workers should not have to stay up that late. And you know what, people? You should not be eating that late. It's not good for your metabolism. But they go to bed at one. No, it's not right. <laughs> Subway shuts at midnight. Yeah, well, that's different. You're what? drunk when you go to Subway. You're not drunk going to the Stoke House, are you? Sure. So I did more investigating past this. And I thought, how late could I really push it? How ridiculous is dinner time getting, right? Uh-huh. So I made a phone call uh-huh. to a, uh, a restaurant, and I've, I've left their name out of it. They were very good at their service, though. Have a listen to the time <laughs> that this weirdo is going to let me come in with a very large group of people. Okay. okay. Good afternoon. Hi, mate. Um, I just wanted to check what time your sittings are on a Saturday night. So 6pm until 8.15 is the first sitting, and then an 8.30 sitting. Okay, cool. Uh, I've got a group coming in. We're going to be a bit later, though, because we're travelling. Could we get in at about 10.30? 
Look, you could come in. However, I wouldn't be able to take a booking because I'd got an 8.30 and they don't have an hour by time. So it's just a bit, you know, if they leave by 10.30, then that's not a problem at all. So I would check in with us because we'd probably be able to see you. Well, I'm just going to turn up at 10.30 and go, did those people leave? I've brought 20 with me. Fire up the kitchen. Maddie, I understand. I have dinner at 5 o'clock, but when I'm with my cool friends... I don't have any of those. You're going to have to have two dinners, and you just sit there and you just pretend like you're comfortable with it. And having worked in hospitality, there's no way that that guy, because he has to be lovely on the phone, and he was lovely, but then he hangs up and he goes, oh, God's sake. Yeah. Cheryl, you won't believe it. An <laughs> idiot wants to come in at 10.30 with no. like 20 people. Ugh. Not at all. They get paid by the hour. When I was working in hospitality, I love it. You don't start till 6. Anyway, guys, <laughs> uh, I'm shouting everyone dinner tonight. It's at 1.30 in the morning. So I'll be there. I'm yeah. normally up at that time. Of course you are. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I sent you guys a photo yesterday of Carrie Hart, which is Pink's husband. Yes. And something that he posted on social media about being at a petrol station here in Brisbane. Mm. And I, I thought it was real. Oh, oh, wait, let's post my name. And I thought it was real. And he posted saying, hey, you guys have the biggest scare tactics here in Australia. Apparently a lady yelled at him for using his mobile phone while putting in petrol and said, hey, 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 you're going to drop your phone, the light's going to go on, and it's going to blow us all up. The to- she thought the torch would flick on and the torch would admit enough power to ignite the fumes of the fuel and blow up the 7-Eleven. Well, that's not why you can't use your phone at a petrol pump, but you still shouldn't use... Why aren't you allowed to? Well, I thought that it did have to do with that. Right. I thought that it could cause a fire. That's why you're not allowed to use it. It can. Just not from the torch. Right. Or the the gamma ray doobie-doobie stuff. I didn't know you were a scientist. (laughs) So I thought we would do this little game. Yeah, this is real life. So is it a big scare tactic? Has there ever been in history a fire starting from a mobile phone being used at a petrol station here in Australia? This is a fun game. I'm going to say, yes, real life. It has happened in real life. I'm going to say, yes, IRL. What? In real life, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's the lol version of in real life. No, it hasn't. Oh, really? It has never actually happened before. Apparently, it all started after there was an email. Some people even think the hoax, uh, it was a hoax saying from a Shell oil company saying that it had happened. But there has been fires and most of them have been electrical related, not to do with the mobile phone. As a phone, one ever started from someone smoking a cigarette? Because yes, you know you always see them definitely fl- happened. flicking a durry in on the movies. But yeah. yeah, but I think it's more to do with deliberate fires, they're saying, uh. and electrical causes rather than a mobile phone. Still don't use it, it's still a no no. Yep. And it's all to do with distracting yourself while you're putting in the petrol. Uh. Okay, fair enough. Yes. Uh. But here's another one Can you see the Great Wall of China from space? I hate this one. I hate this one. I had a massive argument with a friend of mine for like 20 years about this. I don't like this one. I'm going to say that's Great real life. Great Wall of life. China, you can see it from I'm going to say yes. Yes, real life you can. Yeah. No, you can't. Nope, you definitely can't. Stop asking. Can't there is you? no such thing no. as being able to see it from space. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, it's not that great then, is it? And it's It'll... only because you'll never be in space. Yes, true. <laughs> I'm not going up there to prove it. But no, you can't see it from space. Using a mobile phone on a plane, does it distract the aviation? No, that's not true. Nah, not true. They say the navigation, it says it puts the navigation out. If that was true, if they that would confiscate true. everyone's mobile phone. If that was true, every plane that Abby's ever been on would have crashed. <gasps> Sometimes it's an accident. 
No, it's not. You text saying it's. Uh, look how it's high illegal. I am. It's, it's still an working. Law. Don't do it. But no, it doesn't affect the commercial planes. Like, wow, you got to Any Melbourne more. real quick. Okay. Why do they say don't use it then? Is it more of a safety thing in case there's a... Yeah, they're now crack. saying that some of them you can and they've started up Wi-Fi on some, some of the things now as well. Uh-huh. Bats are all blind. Is that true? Bats are all blind. Real life. I'm going to say yes, real life. I think that's a trick question. Blind as a bat. Blind as a bat. I'm going to say no, some bats can see. What? Yeah, bats can see. Oh, can they? Blind as a bat generally has nothing to do with it and it's probably because they're in the dark. <laughs> Yeah, right. And then, yeah. Aren't we learning? They still haven't worked out don't hold on to two different power lines when you're hanging up there. But That's true. Yeah. Don't eat and swim. You know what they always say? Make sure you don't swim after you eat. You've got to yeah. wait 30 minutes. Or you'll cramp up. Not real life. That's real life. Nah, not at all. I forgot. So it's my whole absolutely life is nothing alive. to do with it. Swimming on a full stomach won't give you a cramp. However, it may take you short of breath. So what happens is your body works in different priorities. The first one is to move would be a better priority than to digest food. Right. So sometimes okay. you can get shortness of breath and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Oh, one for you. They say sharks can't get cancer. Yes, I believe that sharks can't get cancer. They can't get cancer. Can't get cancer? That's false. Oh, gosh. They definitely can get cancer, and in fact, a lot of them have skin cancer. Oh. So if you're getting eaten by a shark, you're just going to wait it out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're in his mouth, you're like, that ball looks like you should have got that checked, buddy. I got time. I got time. It's a slow death, Jaws, but I'm hanging in here. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make your headline ring? You can ask us anything. First calls, 13-10-60. we got Ricky from Maruka. Hey, first time on air, welcome. How you doing? Good, good. Do you want to talk about dinner bookings? Oh, not really bookings, but um, I used to have dinner quite early, like 6.30, and um, I um, got myself a Brazilian missus, and in their country they have dinner quite late, like 10 o'clock, 10.30. So... I've gone from having dinner. Oh, I still sort of have dinner at 6.30. I have a little dinner. And then when she gets home from work, I have dinner with her at like 10.30. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. And then you're up at this time. Yeah, yeah, go to work. Is it because they have... Do they, they have siestas in Brazil? Beg your pardon? Do they have siestas in Brazil during the day? No. Um, no, they just they just know how to, how to party and just yeah. stay awake for a long time. <laughs> Far out. She's, she's an 11 out of 10, isn't she? She is indeed. Yeah. Right. yeah. Tell you, you're staying up to have dinner at 10.30 and then you're awake at this hour of the morning. <laughs> you're hanging yeah, on to yeah. that one, champ. But you're also going yeah, through drive through right now, aren't you, Ricky? Yeah, I'm getting the coffee and I'm um, smashed at home. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the chick give it to you. I love it. Good, good on you, buddy. Thanks for calling through this morning, yeah, man. boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. on you. Ricky Nik- loves his food. Nikita from Rothwell. What do you want to talk about in first calls? Well, I have a sister that refuses to go in the service station unless your phone's off. Oh, she's so paranoid of it, yeah. Yeah, so one day we, I had my friend in the back seat and we faked to turn our phones off. As we got in the survey, she called my phone uh-huh. and my sister full on freaked and left the survey. Oh, poor thing, because, yeah, it's, you yeah. always thought that it would start a fire. My wife thinks you can leave the car on while you feel. No. no. Oh, well, why no, can't I even leave headlights on? Can you? Nope. No. 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 Even if they're automatic ones. Because any of these on. things can cause a spark. 
And that's all as you need. As they say. Yeah. As they say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think it's not worth the risk is what their whole vibe mm. is. Yeah. Well, how come you're not allowed to wear your helmet? That's not going to start a fire. That's, if that's you know. a safety suit. I'm aware of uh, that. I was joking. Well, you said it was quite <laughs> conviction. That was good. <laughs> yeah. That Jason good. in Bow Desert. What do you want to talk about in first calls? <laughs> yeah, well, we had our 20-week uh, scan yesterday to uh, find out the sex of the baby. So we done like a balloon thing last night and had like a uh, little... Blue stars come out and oh. revealed that we're going to have a little baby boy. Lovely! Oh, congratulations! How many other kids do you have? Um, well, I got I got four. I uh, got three of my own, and okay. one to the well, my my partner now's got one. So, yeah, we've got another one on the way. So we're going to have what five, five uh, six, six, six? Yeah! Wow! Yeah, mate, yeah. are you nervous? Oh. Uh, Yep. Yeah, because I'll probably, probably have another little Jason running around. But yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is funny because as, um, if you're having a boy, is is she got any morning sickness? Because Abby's in a bit of a... Your world's been turned upside down. Well, no. Every, every morning. Every morning. Every morning, and she's got a boy. Yeah. No, I was just saying this... Yeah, pre- I still this, tell yeah. her she looks cute. Well, no, <laughs> when she's Jason. throwing up, that's a nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you look so beautiful when you're still throwing up? Yeah, I just... I, I, this pregnancy is very different, but I still... I still am convinced it's a boy. It's just because I'm older, but I'm starting to get morning sickness third trimester, which I've never heard of for me. Yeah, and you've had two yeah. boys. I reckon she's having a girl. We've got a thousand dollar bet going. That I well, pay. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I pay. She pays me a thousand bucks if it's a girl. If it's a, if it's a yes. Yeah. Uh, I pay you a thousand bucks if it's a boy. Yep, I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm still confident. No, you're not. Today you're... I had doubts. Today I had doubts. Uh-huh. I, I want to get a 3D scan now to look at the baby's face to see, see if you can tell. Like I don't know. Know. You don't check the face if you want to know that. I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know that, but it's like I still want to keep it a surprise. Yeah. But then I do all these, like, the ring tests my friend did. It's funny when you're like, oh, look, keep it as a surprise, and then you do all the wives' tales. Yeah, except for science. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Science is still a wives' tale, isn't it? Some parts yeah. of it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I'm teaching you how to slide into DMs. Look them up on Instagram. Instagram. Why don't you message him on Instagram? And I was like, no. Yeah, you got to be careful <laughs> of the old DMs on Insta. Dangerous Why? place. Why? Well, yesterday we were discussing this about Nick Cummins, uh, the Bachelor Honey Badger. I reckon 100% single because he put up a picture of him on top of his car um, saying it's good to get on top of things. Now, a girl, Jess, wrote on there, I'd like to get on top of you. He replied, ha ha. Uh-huh. And that was the only comment in that thread of about 200 comments that he replied to, which I thought was inappropriate. We spoke to the Jess chick to see if they were hooking up, and The Bachelor was all a fake. Are you currently in the DMs of Nick Cummins lining up to see each other? Yes. Really? Thank you very much, everyone. No, no, I'm totally you- joking. <laughs> yeah, you are not. I actually have a boyfriend. Uh, oh, well, you're, you in, the, you're know- in the wrong as well. You can't comment that <laughs> on that. Oh, boyfriend. I know, I know. Guys that are taken are allowed to make comments on Instagram. No, they're not. <laughs> and apparently DMs for Maddie means divorce me because it is just <laughs> yeah. not allowed. You're not I, allowed to talk to anyone on though, DMs. Do you know, you've actually ruined it for Nick Cummins because the guy has found love on The Bachelor. Uh-huh. And not just that, you're saying he's never commented back. He didn't do your research. In every other photo, he's been commenting back. He just hasn't posted for a while. It was very selective that out of all no. the comments, the he one a- attractive girl who makes a joke about wanting to get on top of him, he replies to. Ha ha. Maddie, you... <laughs> Have you any experience with girls commenting on your photos? <laughs> Chicks 
comment on Never my stuff all the time. Have they? Yeah, so you have no experience with it. But if a girl was to comment and make a little like cute thing, you'd probably write back, ha ha, or thanks. No, see, I'd reply to... I, you'd I'd reply, you'd to, reply back, inappropriate, please stop. <laughs> well, I will, Block. moving forward, because <laughs> I, I reply to every comment on my Instagram. It's a new thing I do. I think if you take the time to send me a message, I'll reply. But that type of message yeah. I would not engage with because I think it's hurtful to your partner to see you going, ha You're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. Here's, here's a, ladies, uh, Maddie Acton, what's your Instagram account? At Maddie Acton. At Maddie Acton. Comment on his photos. Ooh. At this, is, this is a little bit of experience for you. But nice, but nice stuff. You, I mean, you go into my Instagram, it's just pictures of my kids. It's yeah. not like you're going to be able to write anything sexy on it. So I just, I don't like it. I think it's disrespectful to the girl who Nick has chosen to be flirting in the comments of your Instagram. He wrote, ha ha. But I think even if he was flirting, that would be fine. My wife always says that you're married, not dead. Yes, that's true. I look at the menu, but I eat at home. Yeah. Why buy a cow when you can get the milk? No, that one doesn't Doesn't matter where you got your appetite from. As long as you eat at home. Eat at home. That's that one. Yeah. Even though you're on a diet, you can still look at the menu. That's that one. You can talk to other chicks, but just be loyal to your wife. That's, That's, yeah, that one. That that old chestnut. (laughs) So you would have no issue with your husband flirting in the comments of social media with very attractive younger women. I have said to him, I pointed out, hun, if you're going to comment on their photos, I think you should reach out to their boyfriends and also comment so you don't look sleazy. But and no, that doesn't upset you? Not at all, because I know that he's not doing anything. Yeah, you're like only, it's, that's, it's a gateway drug. Oh, it's a gateway comments, drug. The comments are a gateway I, drug to I cheating. I trust my husband. Maybe he they're a way of me. venting. That it's like, I, he's an attractive guy. For, like, I yeah. think he is. It's just, there's nothing wrong with flirting. See, for, I just, uh, for me, I don't like it. I don't, I don't think you need to do it. I find <laughs> that it is disrespectful to the other person. I would never want my wife to be lingering around Instagram and see me flirting with another chick There is a difference. In the comments. I'll be honest. There is a lot of people that have hooked up over Instagram. That I'll be honest with. So I think there is a difference with then reaching out and making a lot of comments and then going in the DMs. What's the comment limit then? Well, well I think comments two. are fine. If my husband was DMing people, then yes, I would have an issue with it. Okay. Well, that's direct message for those who don't know the cheating lingo. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear from people listening to this, 13, 10, 60. Am I a prude? Like, is it, am I too protective? Am I the crazy, jealous person? Or... Have you had a chat with it, your wife and said, don't comment on guys' photos? No, it's just a thing that we just know. Okay. Right or wrong? Can you comment on other people's Instagram photos if you're in a relationship? Flirting, though. Not flirting. You can comment on the opposite sex. I'm saying a, a proper flirt. He was flirting yesterday. Very complex man. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I'm teaching you how to slide into DM. Look him up on Instagram. Instagram. Why don't you message him on Instagram? And I was like, no. All right. So Maddie thinks that The Bachelor is single because he responded ha-ha <laughs> to someone's comment. And he says that is flirting. No. I didn't think... No. Manny, that is true. You think that he's he's not taken because he replied back, ha-ha, and he's engaging in a flirt. Well, the reason he, he, I found it flirting was because he had a picture of him on top of his ute saying, finally, great to get on top of things. An attractive woman wrote back, she's very attractive. She mm. wrote back, I'd like to get on top of you. She has a boyfriend, so maybe it was inappropriate for her. He replies, ha-ha. Well, why? it's inappropriate for him to engage. You shouldn't engage in that type of conversation he just when you ha-ha. are taken. Yeah, nah, you know her intention, and that's why you write ha-ha. He's a celebrity. It's like he's, he's out of her reach. 
It's not like if she did it to the guy that she like he, one of his best mates, that would be. If she did it to the the guy in uh, the accounting. Yes. Accounting. That's wrong. But this is like finally celebrity. got on top of my numbers. Nah. Like to get on top of you. No. That was a good one. I, fi- I find it inappropriate. <laughs> I would never do it. I would never engage in a comment like that. I would say if I had to reply, I would say thanks, but your want to get on top of me is very inappropriate. <laughs> and she'll go, sorry, wrong person. Dave in Aspley, right or wrong? Uh, completely wrong. I don't normally go with money, but I have to. I have to set this up. Sorry, stand to the left, buddy. Your phone's cutting out. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, no, completely wrong. I 100% agree with Maddie. Yeah. It's inappropriate, isn't it? He did say the last time when he was muffled that he d- doesn't normally like to agree with you, but he does this time. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Oh. Thanks, Dave. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. No, I've prayed for three years with something like this. Okay. Like, oh, do you know what? Yeah. Normally he'd hang up a lot quicker when he couldn't hear a phone call, but <laughs> you're right. on his side. We've got Anonymous. What do you think about this, right or wrong? I agree with Maddie. Wrong. Can I ask, have you, have, has this happened to you? Yeah. Yeah, because it sounds like, you know, when you kind of go... Maybe it's a personal thing. Has someone cheated through yeah. Instagram? What's that, sorry? Has anyone cheated through Instagram that you know? No. No. I just think it's disrespectful. Like, I wouldn't want to see my partner flirting with um, anyone, attractive or not, on social media. Yeah. Is ha-ha a flirt? Yeah, but what she wrote. Uh-huh. So you have more of a problem with her than him responding to it. No, him responding as well because that's flirting. Whole thing, whole thing. Problem with He can reply to attractive women. It's just the context of what they say. If they say you're doing a great job on the show, and he replies, "Thanks, that's fine." That's inappropriate. That's not inappropriate. It's when there's the talk <laughs> of climbing on top of someone, yeah. and then you go, <laughs> "That's inappropriate." Jay, first time on air. Welcome. What do you think? Hi, right or wrong? I agree with Maddie 100%. I think it's wrong. I have had personal experience in this, and I just think one thing leads to another. And no offence, some men can be quite oblivious to it, and then they lead, let things lead one thing to another, and it does. It does upset the partners, especially in my experience. I was distraught when I found out. So someone cheated on you and they were commenting on someone else's photos? They did. They, they did. It started off very innocent, and I was a bit clued onto it, and then I mentioned it, and then... Um, they got into the DMs, and then I then questioned again about it, and they said, well, I don't see anything wrong with it. And they were. They were flirting. And they obviously had no respect for our relationship, so I just said, see you later. And I do. I think it's a blatant disrespect for the partners. Mm. Do, you guys, do you guys remember that girl who tried to kiss me at R&B Friday Live? Do you remember what I did? No. Well, you weren't, you weren't there. I'm talking to Stamani. <laughs> uh, she was really drunk, so yeah. she had the drunk goggles on. I ran away and hid behind my wife. I stood you, behind like, her. To, to say that like cheating is a paranoia for you, though, like you, you get so upset when a celebrity... Cheese. Yeah, I get hurt for the other person. Yeah, you so it is like you you just you're very you live in a bit of a, a fear for the institution of marriage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, you and Shay you guys have a lot are going to be you fine. Hook up. No, you don't. You guys are fine. You know that Esther and you guys are going to always be fine. Oh, I know I'll be there, but she could do much better, and that's where a lot of is the stress the comes fear? from. All right, leave me alone. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. The world is a crazy place. You can find yourself thinking. Am I going crazy in a sane world, or am I going sane in a crazy world? That's deep. Isn't it? And we have to start, I think we have to start protecting the next generation from what we all suffer, and that is, of course, political correctness gone mad. 
Mm. You're a big fan of saying that, Maddie. Political correctness has gone crazy. Let people be offended for themselves. Don't be offended for them. Mm. But they're already teaching the generations next uh, to be offended for everybody. And it's affected everything from mm. play school to every fact of life. And every week I tune into PC school uh, to see how it's gone. And this week's no different. Although this week they have delved in to a little bit of politics. Oh, wow. Oh, really? As well, mm. yeah. There's a bear in its natural habitat And a chair as well There are people with games But only if you choose to play them And stories about minorities to tell Open wide If you all consent It's PC School PC School Hello everybody Hello, Big Ted. Hi, everybody. Yes, hello, world, and welcome to PC School. Today we're going to talk about some very, very immature, childish people. That's right. We're talking about Parliament. Yay! Kids, Parliament is a place where everyone wants to be the most popular person. Sounds like a silly place, Abigail. Oh, it is, Stav, especially when they should be running the country. Yesterday, they spent all day fighting about who should be their leader. Sounds like they need more women in Parliament. Yeah, that'll fix it. What? I said yes, that'll fix it. If that all sounds confusing, here's a nursery rhyme to help. Humpty Dutton, sat on a wall. Humpty Dutton, had a big fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men. We're too busy laughing at Dutton to do any work. The, the end. end. Luckily, we know who the leader of PC school is, don't we, Abigail? Yes, me. me. No, me. No, but it would be me. No, but it's, it's me. I was here first, so it's me. Yes, but they got me in because you were doing a good job, which makes me the leader. I'm pretty sure I'm the, le- I'm pretty sure I'm the leader. Mm-hmm. And what about Big Ted? Um, see you next week, everybody. <laughs> if you all can say. It's PC School. Uh, <laughs> PC School. Poor Big Ted. Uh, Third wheel. Uh, Always settling their arguments. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, we're going to play it tomorrow. It's worth uh, $10,000. 8 a.m. It'll be the 23rd of August. Your letter. D for dictatorship. <sighs> D, D, D. Hey, make sure you practice as well because we just gave away $10,000. You would have maybe heard that in the podcast already. Yeah, or it's coming up. Anyway. Don't miss out on the Subaru four-day sale event in Saturday. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. You can only play it on Hit 105. No one else has Alpha Bucks and a shot at $10,000 daily. Yes, we are willing to part with fifty grand a week just to help you out, Brisbane. All you got to do is be on at 8 o'clock to play Alpha Bucks. Who's the lucky person today? The lucky person today is Lisa from Lowood. You got through, Lisa. Woo! Woo, indeed. That is the hardest part of this contest because now all you've got to do is answer 10 questions in a row with the letter that Abby is about to give you. You get all 10, you get $10,000, and you get 50 bucks per question you get right, okay? Okay. I reckon this could be an omen, Abs. Lisa from Lowood. Oh, Lisa from Lowood. Your letter this morning is L for Lisa. L for Lisa, okay. Hey, all right, here we go. Name a word that describes size. Large. Name a girl's name. Lisa. Name a type of computer. Um, laptop. Name a direction. Left. Name a soft drink. Lemonade. Name an animal. 
Leopard. Name a type of fabric. Um, linen. Name a star sign. Libra. Name a luxury car brand. Lexus. Name something that happens in a storm. Lightning. And let's just all kick around for another seven seconds. Because... Uh, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening You got is... $10,000, baby! Harley. What? Oh, what? lucky husband. Do you want to have I time know. to think about it, Lisa? <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. You've said it now, and guess what? He has jumped yeah, on the, blo- the blower because we've got your husband here, you Leaf. Really? Yeah, Leaf, good morning. <laughs> How are you, mate? Yeah, not as good as you. you got $10,000. <laughs> hey? You want, you, are you getting your Harley, bro? <laughs> I'm getting me I Harley. Won. I just won $10,000. You just won ten grand. Yeah, babe, I won the Alpha Bucks. I've done it! Oh, you, be, you know you what? Keep saying that you can do it. Categories. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that is awesome. Let's have a go down to Morgan and whack out the Savi. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. The money's gone. Wow! Just like oh, that. Gosh. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Here's B105. Oh, uh, hit 105. Oh, Lisa, sorry, wrong yeah. number. Now $10, we're going to have to hang fine. up. Sorry about that. Ten thousand dollar fine for that. Sorry, Lee. <laughs> now, Leaf, does she tell you all the time that she's going to win this money? Does she? Mate, she's a big note all the time, mate. She's a has to win at everything. She won't even let the kids win it hard, didn't she? Well, um, she nailed it. She absolutely nailed it, Leaf. I'll go through a couple that she missed. She didn't miss any because she won ten thousand dollars. That's awesome. Uh, oh, my gosh. What are you, you going to give the kids if you're getting a Harley? Oh, what are you going to give the kids? Well, whatever oh. they want. <laughs> what? yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, Congratulations. Thank you so much, B105 and Alpha Bucks. Yeah, hit, hit 105, 105, Lisa. We're going to have to work hit on that. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Lucky that wasn't a question. <laughs> Don't miss out on the Subaru four-day sales event. It ends Saturday. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Kerry Hart is in town. He is Mrs. Pink, Pink's husband, and he loves his motorbike. He's Mr. He's been Mr. Mr. Pink, like he's a reservoir dog. Yes, yes, true. All right. But he has been driving all around Brisbane on his motorbike, uh-huh. and he had to go and fill it up the other day. And he's posted um, last night on Instagram saying, I got into an argument with a woman at a gas station, at a gas station in Brisbane. She told me that I was putting everyone's life in danger by using my phone at the gas pump. That if I had the light turned on, accidentally dropped it, dropped it, the phone would light the fumes, the station would blow up and kill us all. He's written, what the hell is wrong with you people? You've got some serious scare tactics over here. LOL. The threat of death. Don't you love that? But I thought it could be possible. I don't know the whole logistics of it, but I know that you're not allowed to use your phone. Yeah. But it's just, it's funny he's posted that because it's obviously gone, oh. You know when you have that, you've been told off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you would get in an argument because you know I get defensive when I get in trouble. Oh. I didn't notice that. Hadn't noticed. <laughs> but you know just you? that. Do you know that feeling of yeah. like when you're like, oh, you feel like you're back at school. Yeah. yeah. Especially when a stranger just tells you off. You're like, uh uh-huh. You feel like you, that's what it is. It's when you get told off as an adult, you automatically go straight back to the kid who's at the skate park. Yeah. Mm. And you know you've been picking on someone and you see their mum or their dad walking down the hill. And you all just sit there like, we dead. <laughs> We're in so much trouble. You get into shock. Yeah. You, d- you don't know what to say back. You just go, I'm sorry, even if you're doing the right thing or not. I got yelled at uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, by a lady. I was, and I, 
I don't know, I didn't even think about it, but me and Rory were playing in a creek and we were building a dam, like getting rocks and building a dam and, and making the water stop and building, you know, like yeah. people do that, right? Mm-hmm. And she comes her house back down uh, onto the creek. She goes, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. It's bad for the environment. You stop the ecology. You've got to keep the creek flowing. Don't build a dam. Don't build a dam. Like, so we like, build it up and flood the house. Did she, Rory she did, did Rory. it. I told you, Rory. I said dams were bad. I said that. I said that, Miss. I said it. It is weird. I don't know. I don't think I've been told off in a long time. You haven't. No one's really. You remember when you do? I yeah. got. I got told off on being on my phone and pushing a trolley. You got told off in America. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that was by a police officer who was guarding the White House. <laughs> But yeah, still, okay. do you enough. not care being told off? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I just go, whatever. Because oh, you were so used to it at school. Yeah, he'd be that guy. I was always in trouble. Now, at the White I always House, got away with it. <laughs> yeah, you were clever. I never did anything. Yeah. When we were at the White House, I was going to go down this path that said, do not enter. But I saw other people going down it. So I went down it. He goes, hey, can't you read? I was like, well, they're going down. He goes, they're allowed. I was like, well, sorry, I didn't realise. <laughs> Esther's like, babe, he's a police officer with a gun guarding the Where's White House. Respect? We need to get out of here now. It's like, he can't tell me what to do. She's like, he actually... I've seen suits. <laughs> I belong here. He actually can, Not suits. Babe. What's the other one? Uh, House, House of Cards. cards. Yeah. That's where everything is for you, right? Well, 131060, um, as an adult, have you been told off recently? Has someone gone off at you for something? Happens in traffic? So the shopping centre, an old lady spits spits her chips at you. Oh, yeah. They're the best at it. Maybe, I think they've just been waiting for it. I'm yeah. waiting for it. Yeah. You should see me. I'm going to go outside oh. today and I'm going to see who I can yell at. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Oh, somebody told me how you do what they told you. I told you I would find you. What have you been told off as an adult? It happened to Pink's husband at the petrol station the other yesterday, actually. We want to know when does it happen to you, that feeling like, oh, no. We've got Marina. Welcome. First time on air. Hi. Hey, when did you get told off? Um, I got told off by a 12-year-old soccer umpire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what would oh. you do? Well, my son was in goal, like being goalie, yeah. and I was encouraging him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I was standing down near where he was in, in the goal, and, yeah, I got told off for... Encouraging. Too, <laughs> we'll call it encouraging. Too vigorously. Too vocal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So quite embarrassing. Did being you get... a twelve-year-old. <laughs> Did you stop after that? You didn't want to be sent off. Well, I didn't want to look like I was told off, so I sort of walked away a tiny bit, and then uh, sort of, you know, leg, tail between legs, and walked away a little bit later. Uh, Marina, <laughs> Marina, it's soccer. You should have fallen to the ground, clutching your ankle. Yeah. You would have been fine. Hey, Tammy. Uh, when have you been told off? I got told off a while ago from an older guy because I parked at the disabled parking. Uh-huh. I actually do have a sticker and my son is disabled. And when I got out of the car, he said to me, you don't look very disabled. So I couldn't stop saying what I was saying. I got out and said, but my son with one leg is disabled and my son got out of the car. Oh, yeah, right. Come so back. You got told off and then you told them off. Yes. 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 Check the permit, not the person. Oh. Oh, is that that's a good G'day, how are we? Hey, we're good. We're how good, are you, Kobe? From Chapside, where did you get told off? I'm a first timer too today. Oh, oh. Hey, welcome, buddy. Thank you very much. Nice to have yeah. you. Good, thank you. I, I got told off just recently by a lady who pulled in front of me in a truck. I was fully loaded. Yeah. And, and then I beeped her on the horn, so she actually got out of her car and oh. come and confronted me at the window. 
called me an imbecile and then had the audacity to slap me on the arm. Oh. <laughs> and is it, are you a first-time caller because that person was Abby? <laughs> that was me. That's correct. <laughs> I can't be out. Far out. So a lady, an old lady assaulted you in traffic. Yes. That's actually what I said to her. I said, you know, you've actually just assaulted me, hey? Wow. You know? And and then for her to have the audacity to call me an imbecile. Yeah. And then when I looked at when I looked at her as before she actually got out of the car, she was actually on the phone, so I called her an imbecile back. Oh, oh yes. Naughty. She was chatting to her boyfriend. Now they're having a fight. Uh, Georgia, good morning. Yeah, good morning. I uh, I got uh, told off for dancing in the car, guys. Why? That's your own personal bubble. You can do whatever you want in there and no one can see. Exactly. Kicking it up on the uh, to the Sunshine Coast on the weekend. Yep. Um, stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic because of a crash. Uh-huh. And um, some old woman looked over, started flailing her arms, thought I'd... You know, the car had caught fire or something like that, so I rolled down the window and um, she just went off. What song was yeah, it? Yeah, I want to know what song as well. <laughs> it was High Hopes, Paying oh, the Disco. Oh, you can't. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. That's a you play. should go to the gig with Maddie. He's very looking forward to it. Right, you're feeling good on a Friday. Good song comes on. What else you got to do? Yeah. Stuck in on the traffic. How old was the woman? Uh, look, she would have been maybe sort of early 60s. Oh, yeah, she needs to calm down. <laughs> Everyone, collectively, Brisbane, if you're all, if you're driving now, safely dance. Good on you, Georgia. Stab Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. The Prime Minister called a ballot in the Liberal Party room. The result of that ballot was Malcolm Turnbull. 48 votes to 35. And to fill us in on all of this disgraced, former Minister Sam Destiari is on the air. Good morning. G'day, g'day. Good morning to me and with you guys. What a, what a day. What well, a day. Am I right to just be embarrassed? This is Australia for you, isn't it? The Prime Minister may or may not have got knocked off yesterday by another bloke who no one knew was even running. If this was in Latin America, they call it a coup or a revolution. In Australia, it's just Canberra on a Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Sam, for people who don't know, you were in the Labor Party and you were actually part of knifing Rudd and then re-knifing Julia. You were actually in those conversations. To both. To both. How does that actually work? How would it have gone yesterday exactly between everyone? Well, firstly, it would have been one or two nights beforehand. There would have been a meeting where all the anti-Malcolm people got together and someone would have had to say to Tony Abbott, mate, you're not electable. We can't get the numbers behind you. Oh, that would have cut him. Cut him. We can't work it for you. And they would have turned and said, Voldemort, (laughs) <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you are a candidate. Right? Yeah. And that then go around and would have, you know, gotten together everyone who's not supporting Malcolm, got them together and got the numbers. Now, here is what they did, which is amazing. They knew, going to the ballot yesterday, that they did not have the numbers to beat Malcolm yet. Yeah. The entire strategy was to completely destroy Malcolm by having a leadership ballot that's reasonably close. It's like, you know, in mafia movies, you know, they take out both your kneecaps before they give you the headshot. Yes, yes. Yeah. This is the kneecaps. Yeah, we get it. It's exactly the same way we got rid of Osher. Osher didn't get really sexy and say to himself that all he's going to start doing is bachelor. You guys pretty much drove him out. Yeah? We did not. Come on, man. Put your knife rumors. away, Maddie. Hey, 
Why do they? They put me in it. Why do they want to get rid of Malcolm? Like, I, I mean, do they really oh, okay. feel that he would be able, like, that people would vote for Peter Dutton? Like, why do they feel like they want to get him out? Okay. There is so much hate in that building. People think that Canberra's West Wing. Canberra's Mean Girls. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> I should be in it. <laughs> you, you nailed it. That's right. Um, yeah, it's all about petty hatreds, petty dislikes, how people treat each other. So let's give you an example. Tony Abbott can never forgive Malcolm mm. for taking away the leadership from him in 2013, very publicly. 30 news polls he used as the reason, took him out as Prime Minister of Australia. But in Malcolm's mind, Tony Abbott took the leadership of him yeah. in 2010, which no one remembers, um, when they were in opposition uh, and, and knifed him. And we have this saying in Canberra, which is, there, there are no virgins left in the building, um, which is true for many reasons. Well, Barnaby Joyce is quite aware of that. He's doing his best to keep that alive, isn't he? <laughs> He's done his bit. But meaning that everyone has at some point committed some kind of sin, and there are so many atrocities in that place that have been committed against each other. You can always justify some form of horrible behaviour to one of your colleagues based on what your colleagues have done to someone else in the past. Hey, do people try to shut you up? Because it just feels like you've left like a Scientologist, like, you know, like a Scientology thing and you're talking and they're like, mate, 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 come on. We're not allowed to talk about that. Because well, we were hearing yesterday that you were saying that a lot of the, the people are just like drugged up in Parliament, that they're all anxiety ridden, they're all oh, on yeah, either value. If you want a friend, people, everyone, you know, people used to say back in the day, if you want a friend in politics, get a dog. It's quite, quite quiet. Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. It's changed now. If you want a friend in politics, you get your Valium subscription renewed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was saying, that there's more drugs in Parliament House than any building in the country, wow. except, except the point I make is different. Is you know these are some very smart, very well connected, very educated people. Their drugs just they happen to be legal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're not go- they're not going home after question time. Uh, having a spliff and playing PlayStation. They're not flushing it when a beagle comes in. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. No, 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 no. They decide where the beagles get to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've got, like, if you're smart and rich and wealthy, wealthy, anything you think you can get off high or whatever you want to get off, you know, illicit drugs, get that off prescription drugs cheaper and get the public to pay, subsidise it with the PBS. Do you think there's any more uh, people in Parliament in relationships, having sexual relationships, other than Barnaby Joyce? Only about 50. Of course there are. Yeah. Have you met many politicians? Right? Yeah, met a couple yeah. of them. They're These are some bombs. really, really ugly people, right? Uh, right? <laughs> Who were very, very dirty in high school. Yeah. If your prerequisite to make it to Parliament was running Young Labour or the Young Liberal Party, you weren't getting laid at uni. Good right? point. <laughs> they get to Canberra, and all of a sudden, they're like celebrities. Yeah. Right? People know their names. People know who they are. People want to bang them. That's a hard, hard... I was going to say, that's something hard to swallow, and then I thought that's a terrible No, that's, yeah. Well done. <laughs> what do you think Peter Dutton said to Barnaby Joyce when they're both on that back bench? Did you see the photos uh, of them? Both of them are playing a game. They're kind of whispering to each other, hey, hope you're okay, what's happening, blah, blah, blah. That's what they were saying kind of there because they know they're going to get a photograph. They need to get the photograph. But by getting the photograph, what they're really saying is, screw you, Malcolm, we're going to make your life hell. Because what you're saying is Barnaby and Dutton effectively did something like with you do with a breakup where you get a good photo of your new partner 
yeah. uh, and then get it on the tabloids, like your know, Britney Spears calling, saying, "I'm going to be at the Olive Pit. Come and take a photo of me with my oh, new mate, man." Mate, it, 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 it's Roxy Jasenka getting pashing her ex-boyfriend yes. while her in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, well, Sam Dastiari, you can watch your show Disgrace uh, on Ten Play. Pleasure to have you on. Thank Thanks. you so much for taking our call this morning. Thank you, bye. Thanks, there it Sam. is, Sam Destiari. Check out his show on 10Play. The reason he knows how it all went down is he was part of the Labor Party when Rudd and Julia Gillard both got nine. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. As we do every day to wrap up the show, we reflect on things. It's a new us. We're on budgets, my husband and I, and we're doing really well. We uh, decided we're not responsible enough to have credit cards because we've always got to pay like the interest. We don't pay it off, blah, blah, blah. So we cut them up and we're paying it off. And I've been spending cash when I buy things. Uh-huh. Went to the shop to uh, buy the kids their book, week clothes, their costume. And I pulled out cash. And the young girl there went, oh. I said, oh, sorry, do you do cash? Because I, I think we do, but it's just no one's taught me how to open the till. Wow. Oh, really? So wow. You don't do cash. No, I do. It's just I've never done it before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. Didn't know anything. I'm Mom. obsolete. <laughs> Mine's cash related too. Oh. Because oh. as you know, yesterday my phone stopped working, mm-hmm. which meant I had a three hour mission to get to the Apple store and wait in line and the Genius Bar, etc., etc. Did you get all my text messages? Are you back, Matt? <laughs> Is the phone alive? <laughs> I, I went to get some cash out from a place that I was having my lunch and they said, We don't do cash out anymore. So the only reason I'm here is because you always do cash out and I need some coins. To go to the phone box to ring my wife. <laughs> and they said, We have phone boxes? This here? kid looked at me like, We get lots of junkies in the uh, city, but never that well dressed. I, I couldn't get, I couldn't make a phone call yesterday. My, my mobile was broken. I couldn't get cash. Did you get credit cards? The- no. Oh. You have to have a, a proper phone card. Which I believe are in the museum if you need them. Because yeah. <laughs> I actually looked all around thinking, surely there's like a tap and go thing on here somewhere. You've got to be able to. Yeah. But no. Nah. Nah. What sort of world? I'm suggesting everyone has to carry a dollar because you never know if your iPhone breaks, you're done. Yeah. Wow. So, thanks. But no thanks. What are the odds? Mine's actually cash related too. <laughs> So I went to the bakery on the way home yesterday. Mm-hmm. Get myself a sausage roll. Oh, yeah. A little mini pie. Yeah. Do you have a little mini, mini pie? No. Like yeah. a fun-sized pie. So it's not like you're having a pie, and for a second, you feel like a giant. Look how big my hand is. Like is a party it, is pie. It, is it a party pie? Like a kid's birthday party. Yeah. They call them mini pies at the bakery. <laughs> okay, so they're going to charge point. you more. Party pie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the kids today call it. Okay. And I uh, went to pay. With my card. And they did not accept card. Ooh, cash only. Well, no, cash only. Cash only. But in the time it had taken her to hand me the sausage roll and then go back in for the party pie. You'd eaten it. I'd had half the sausage roll. Yeah, you had. And I said, I've only got card. And she's like, we don't take card. And I said, well, no, what we have here is a Mexican standoff because I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Do you have any dishes that need to be done? Did you give the pie back at least? No. Because you hadn't eaten that. No, but I, can we wrap this up? Because I've got a shift starting at <laughs> nine. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, there we go. That's the podcast. As we said at the start of the podcast, busy day. Don't have time to linger. No. Later. Bye. Stav, Abby and Matt.
Stav, Abby and Matt. Hit 105. Nando's, the home of Peri Peri Chicken.